Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 844 16 till 9. A weather roller coaster coming up. And I'm just telling you about this so you don't wait until the last minute. Then you can't find what you need to protect the pipes. Uh, highs of 70 today, 72 tomorrow. Certainly not a concern. Nor Saturday or Sunday. Highs of 52 Saturday, 64 Sunday. But then on Monday, the Martin Luther King holiday, 40% chance for showers. An Arctic front comes through. Highs of 48. Then a the temperature that's early. The temperature drops throughout the day, 26 North Shore, 34 South Shore for the lows Monday night, Tuesday morning. Highs Tuesday, 38, and then on Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, that's when you need to take full precautions. High uh, Lows of 18 on the North Shore, west of the lake, 26 south of the lake, and then a high of 42 on Wednesday. Martha Cagle joins us now, Executive Director of Unity of Greater New Orleans, as we continue to discuss the homeless encampment um, on North Claiborne. Good morning, Martha. How are you? Good. How are you, Tommy? Pretty good. The Treme Homeless Encampment, however you want to um, d- describe it. What what transpired yesterday at the City Council? Well, um, it was announced uh, publicly that the uh, date for closure is going to be uh, February 9th. And, um, you know, we have been working with our collaborative partners since November on housing the people in the camp. So we've already housed 28 people so far from that camp in apartments, and we have about 34 people still to house. Um, We're working from a closed list of people to be housed, so no one can come now to the camp looking to get housing. Um, And we're working collaboratively with the city and with um, other nonprofit partners to make this happen. It's really a big, big project, Um, but we are, you know, feeling really good about about that. This camp is not only, um, you know, a health hazard to the people living in it, just a deplorable situation for the people living in it, but it's also a deplorable situation for the people whose homes or businesses are next to it. Um, So the good news is that the work we do helps everybody. You know, one thing I did find interesting, Martha, and I'm not trying to call anybody out here or anything, it's just an observation, is that a landlord was complaining about the homeless encampment, but then was saying, I'm not going to have anybody in my house. I'm not going to accept any tenants because they damage this, they do that, the other thing. I'm not trying to paint anybody with a broad brush, but what struck me about that is it spoke to the problems that homeless encampments can cause, but the difficulties as well of trying to find people suitable living places, correct? Yes, that's right. We have a a real shortage of affordable uh, rental housing, um, 
And so what we're looking for is landlords who are willing uh, to rent to our clients. And, in fact, we have a special uh, email address um, that if a landlord is interested in contacting us and has an apartment available, they should contact that us at housing at unitygno.org. Unity is, you know, overseeing the housing um, aspect of the camp closure. So that's housing at unitygno, all one word, dot org. For any landlord who is interested in uh, renting uh, to our um, clients. And the, the advantage to doing that is that we will make sure that the landlord is promptly paid um, you know, we we pay um, initially. We we pay um, all of the rent, and um, the clients pay um, a percentage of their income at some point. Um, and but also very significantly, we provide a case manager. So there is a person that the landlord can call if there's ever any problem. And I'm sure many landlords wish that all of their tenants had case managers that they could call if there was ever any problem. You know, um, the, the the case manager's job is to, first and foremost, is to keep that person stably housed. So they do whatever is necessary to make that happen, including working closely with the landlord and working closely with the client, if the client does have behavioral health issues, to make sure that they're in treatment and, um, you know, that they are counseled if there's, you know, any problem at all. One thing also that got my attention, and we had Freddie King on yesterday, I think it was around this time to talk about this, um, was at the meeting yesterday he said that he'd never met anybody from New Orleans that was homeless, and I think the concern there was that, um, the aid was going to people or people were coming from here from other areas. And immediately, uh, council person Leslie Harris kind of called him out on that and said there are people in her own neighborhood. And I don't want to get you into an exchange between Freddie King and Leslie Harris at all. But just address, if you will, Martha, about the, the number of people from New Orleans that are homeless and whether these are people from out of town or not. Yeah, I think I think Councilman King might have been talking about his um his experience talking to people in that particular Treme camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of people coming in and out of that Treme camp. There are definitely some out-of-town people. But um, our outreach workers tell me, and I haven't seen any data on this yet. Um, eventually we'll have some data on it. But um, they tell me that there there is a, a high percentage of local people and, you know, by local people, we're fairly inclusive. I mean, we include Louisiana. You know, you might be from St. Bernard Parish. You might be, you know, you might be from Baton Rouge, but you're, you know, you're in our general area and, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast as well. Um, you know, people people often come here from those places um, when they're homeless, uh, you know, because we do have homeless shelters here. and um, And so... Uh, you know, we we obviously are required by our federal grants to help whoever is here, regardless of where they came from. But we always have a special emphasis on, you know, um, trying to make sure that we first and foremost are serving the people of our community. And people need to keep in mind that a quarter of our population in New Orleans are below the poverty line. And it has been proven that the shortage of affordable housing, meaning apartments that are affordable to the lowest income people in your community, that has been proven over and over again by research to be the major factor driving homelessness. So, 
you know, the the current average rent is one thousand. Uh, $149 a month, $1,149 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. Even middle-class people can't afford that. So you can imagine what somebody who is living on SSI or who is living on minimum wage or slightly above minimum wage, I mean, they can't afford that rent, and so they have to crowd in, and even then they can't afford the rent. Um, So it's just a very... You know, people every day are showing up on the street who weren't homeless the night before. And, you know, when we do our annual point in time count uh, that we will be doing in January 22nd this year, but we do it every year, and we actually interview everyone who's on the street as well as everyone who's in shelter, um, yeah, we do find that the majority of people are from New Orleans or the immediate surrounding area. We'll take a break. We'll pick it up here. We come back with Martha Cagle talking about the um, Treme homeless encampment that will be cleaned up one way or the other by February 9th, I think it is. And and you have, uh, we'll pick it up when we come back because uh, we're going to get to traffic 852, 8 till 9. Traffic now, WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 8.57, 3 till 9, couple of minutes left with Martha Cagle, Executive Director of Unity of Greater New Orleans. Martha, talk about the progress, if you will, it has been made so far. We only have a couple of minutes left leading up to the Treme encampment. And are there encampments beyond that looking ahead? Yeah, so um, so far we've housed uh, 28 people from the Treme camp in apartments, and we have about 34 people uh, still to house, And we, but we have identified uh, rent assistance and case management programs for each one of those people. So now it's a matter of finding the apartments and actually, um, you know, the process of getting everybody uh, moved. Um, and that is a process. I mean, it's not easy, um, you know, because it has to be individualized for each person. Um, and there's different rules for each one of these rent assistance programs that we have to comply with or we have to pay the money back to the federal government. Um, there are other encampments. The you know biggest uh, the biggest encampment uh, still left after Treme would be the Calliope Corridor, which mm-hmm. is a long corridor. Yeah, I see that um, every and, day when I leave. And there's a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to working on that one as well. And, of course, every day, all day, you know, Unity and its member organizations are also working all across the city. Most people who are unhoused and sleeping outside are actually not in large encampments. They're actually tucked away in neighborhoods. Um, when we, we, we periodically do street counts 
and we actually map out where each person is that is found. And, of course, we, we also cover Jefferson Parish. There is that homelessness all through Jefferson Parish as well. People would be startled to find out, even in Kenner. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's complex, um, and it's not easy, but it is something that um, I think – our member organizations and us have gotten, you know, pretty skilled at doing. And fortunately, we have a bunch of resources now coming available. So we're going to be able to make a huge dent in the problem this year. Thank you, Martha. I appreciate your time. I really do. And given some clarity of the situation, Martha Cagle, Executive Director, Unity of Greater New Orleans. We're going to take a break. We come back. Today is National uh, well, actually, Bill Alexander is CEO of the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund. The National Officer and Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund released their 2023 fatality report. We'll talk about whether things are trending in the right direction when it comes to the safety of people who keep. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 